1: Bose by the pseudonym Bo Snerdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence.
0: He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York.
1: The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush,
0: rush. rush.
1: Now, here's Bo nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
2: Welcome to your Wednesday. It is a beautiful day. Well... For some of us. If you'd like to be part of the program, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222, your call is welcome, of course, on whatever you'd like to talk about. Every day, that is the case. It doesn't have to be the things that I talk about, although I don't see why you wouldn't want to talk about the things I talk about. You know, I got into a raging argument with my nephew. Over Tom Brady, I'm like because I'm going through the stories as I do every day, and I come across the endless stories about Tom Brady and and um, um how do you pronounce her first name, the Bunchin woman, Giselle, yeah her, um and they're getting apparently they got the divorce lawyers, no oh, ho hum, um not that I, I don't wish anything bad on on Mrs Brady or Mr Brady. And if I was just like, okay, so I said, why should I care about this? And immediately my nephew jumps down my throat. Tom Brady needs to spend more time with his family. Like, um uh uh he's been a little busy. He's only the best quarterback in history. In history, and that's saying a lot in history. I mean, I don't see how anybody can make the claim that he's not, and at his age, from what I understand, it's almost miraculous what he's able to accomplish, and it's due to this health regime that he's disciplined himself on. he needs to spend more time with his family and then and then I got mad I, I'm so, well, not mad I don't get mad at my nephew, but I got agitated. And I'm like, look, these ungrateful kids of his are going to probably be spending all of his money when he's, like, rolling over in his grave. And so whatever they're complaining about, they need to just stop complaining about. His His wife makes more money than he does anyway. Well, then what's she complaining about? Why is she complaining? Because he needs to be more present. And I just kept thinking, does anybody remember the days... When dads, look, please don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm all for dads spending more and more family time, and I love it, and I agree. And from somebody who was, uh, look, I had the best dad in the world. My dad worked a lot, but he spent time with us, and so I get it. You know, he hasn't been home for 25 Christmases. Well, that's because people play NFL games on Christmas Day. If that's your job, that's your job. It's kind of like if you're in radio and you have to work holidays, ooh, like I had to do for many, 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 many decades, not just years. That's what comes with the territory. He needs to spend more time with his family. Okay. He's got to be better. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So I didn't realize that there was such emotions over Tom Brady, and I wish he and his wife, at least they're at least they're still married now. The best of luck is they sort out whatever difficulties they're having. Um and I didn't realize it was, you know, such a sore point. The guy's only the best at what he does. And it does take effort to do that. And sacrifice. oh, here's a dirty word sacrifice. Well, he's already proven it. He's already proven it. so So now it's up to everyone else to look on the outside of his life and tell him when he had enough, when he's had enough, and he should just stop fulfilling his aspirations. Oh, why? Because it makes you feel better that he's spending more time at home. And maybe, by the way, no, I'm sorry, don't let me go there. So anyway. President Biden is in Florida, and uh, he is with Governor Ron DeSantis. Now, this is, I think, what Americans expect. After a disaster happens, I don't care. You know, you can have a very temp- rela temp- a very horrid relationship with somebody. I was searching for a word that didn't quite come out of my mouth the right way.
3: Ay, ay, ay.
2: You can have that kind of acrimonious relationship with someone. But when the chips are down for the American people, regardless of what party you are in, you're supposed to support. And there is nothing like chips being down than what many residents of Florida are facing. If you see the the pictures that have come from Hurricane Ian. The devastation is unlike most things that most of us will ever experience in our lives. And so, Joe Biden came down, and and supposedly they put all the political differences on hold, except Joe Biden did go political. Now we have that. Scott, you have that correct. Yes. Okay, so it's about a minute. Just listen to what Joe Biden had to say. We have that one. Uh, so go ahead. Scott, play it, and let's see what we have here. Well, Gov, how's that for some respect? You know Gov? Oh, he could say mayor. Hmm. Okay, well, we're going to try this one more time. uh, Well, Gov, gov. the first, lady, thank
3: you very much for the hospitality. Thanks, Gov. uh, You know, uh, I want to thank the mayor, in the county chair Cecil took me on a little helicopter ride, and we went out to Sanibel Island, all across and it. I mean, I'm sure it's much worse on the ground, but you can see a whole hell of a lot of the damage from the air, and you can imagine because, unfortunately, I've been to a lot of disaster areas in the last couple months, uh, last six months. Uh huh. You know, uh-huh. more of uh, more fires have burned in the yeah, west fires. and southwest, we have had fires. burned everything right to the ground. Then in the entire fires state do. of New Jersey, the, the, as much room as that takes up.
2: The entire state and of New Jersey. the region. reservoirs
3: oh. out west are, are are down to almost zero. It's called a drought. In a situation where the Colorado River looks more like a stream. Think We've had droughts before. There's a lot before. going on. Yeah. And I think the one thing Earth. this has finally ended is a discussion about whether or not there's climate change. And we should do something about it.
2: Um, no, Mr. Vice President. It hasn't ended, and it won't end just because you say so. Nice you to try to make everything about your political agenda, even in a time of. You just
4: call him vice president on purpose, or was that a.
2: Oh, it it was an accident. Well, he calls Kamala the president. (laughs) I can call him (laughs) vice president. Good catch. Picking on me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come (laughs) on. He was vice president before he was president. And many people think Obama's still running things, so give me a break. Not good. But anyway, he tries to make everything political all the time. He can't even put the politics aside for this. But at least he's there. What? I'm just looking at the call board. And the first thing I see up here is strongly disagree. Brady needs to retire. Well, after the break, you, you stay there. I can't believe this. Ay, ay, ay. Anyway, uh, Vice President, oh, I'm sorry to offend you. President Biden, at least he showed up for this one. I mean, and I wish you could have seen the look on Ron DeSantis' face. DeSantis at first when he started speaking, Governor DeSantis is looking like he's he's like... Maybe I wonder what he was thinking about. He was thinking, you know, when I was in the Navy, I used to fly in those skies, those beautiful blue skies. He's looking so like I'm looking at the horizon. I'm not even really paying attention to this man. But then when he starts launching into his climate change routine, I wish you could have seen the look on Governor DeSantis's face. (laughs) Why? Why do these people have to politicize everything at every turn? Today, by the way, I you'll be hearing more about this because I'm gonna get excerpts when it's released. I had the most fascinating interview I have perhaps ever done in my life. And it was so thoroughly enjoyable. And I'm gonna find excerpts of it when we uh, when it becomes available. I can't wait to talk about it. And the interviewer was just spectacular. And we did some podcasts today that are coming up on The Future is Now what's going on, you know, cyber winter may be coming to an end, but that's another story for another day. There are other stories. There are some in the New York Times. Listen to this headline, ladies and gentlemen, if you please. Talk of civil war ignited by Mar-a-Lago search is flaring online. Did you know that, ladies and gentlemen? Did you know that online it's flaring? You can almost see the fire coming from your computer monitor the flames, and it hasn't burned everything to the ground because there's no debate about climate change. It's all settled. But talk about civil war. Ever since the feds marched on Mar-a-Lago, posts on Twitter, have soared nearly 3,000% that mention civil war. Well, gee, isn't that, isn't that just something? Oh, OPEC, by the way, has just decided that you should be paying more for gas. You're not paying enough. And the administration is painting this as OPEC. The White House said today, I've always loved sentences that start out, the White House said, because I've never seen a building actually say anything. But the White House speaks. The building says things to us. And today, the White House said that it's clear the OPEC alliance is aligning with Russia. They're going to cut production by 2 million barrels. That, it says, stands to be a big boost for Moscow, despite the West efforts to choke off oil and gas revenues as a source of cash flow to fund Russia's illegal invasion of Ukraine. Maybe, did anyone think about this? Maybe it's not that they're aligning with Russia, but they're aligning against Joe Biden. Maybe they don't like the Biden regime. (gasps) Oh, regime. We're not supposed to say that. There's another article. I think it may be even Max Boot or Greg Sargent or one of those anti-Trump haters in the Washington, Amazon Prime, Washington Post, that criticizing Marjorie Taylor Greene for using the word regime. These people must not remember that Rush Limbaugh used to call the Obama regime the regime almost every day for 8 years. It's not a new phrase. Politically in this country. Telephone number is 800-848-WABC 8489222 if you want to be part of today's program. There are, of course, other disturbing incidents. We There's a, a story in the New York Post that video... It's a shame sometimes we can't show video because I'd show you this video. This is, There's a pack of little animals attacking to take his sneakers. They're stomping all over his face, stomping at him in the head. Of course, they're not arrested. This is what goes for another just another day of business in New York. And these little Cretans are roaming the streets. Oh, and then there's Kanye West. That is still flaring. Bob Marley's daughter has stepped into it. Bob Marley's daughter or granddaughter, neither daughter or granddaughter, she's wearing one of the, she showed up next to Kanye wearing one of the uh, White Lives Matter shirts, and she's like, look, I'm not going to be bullied or, bullied or intimidated. I got to love that. Oh, yes, I know. So we're going to take a break. We're coming back. We've got your calls ahead today. We've got a lot of news to discuss. If you want to be part of the program, help yourself. 800-848-WABC. And we're back after this.
3: And you ain't black.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. (coughs) Do you have a point of sale system you can trust? Or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com/system all lowercase to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com/system.
1: This is the Rush Hour with those Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
2: Fifty years ago today, ladies and gentlemen. The British invasion. Love, love me do.
5: You know I love
2: you. On WA Beatles
5: C love me
6: do. Oh, love me do.
2: Love it's hard to believe that it's half a century ago. That the Beatles released this. Be so please, we have some calls that want to jump in on this Tom Brady business, but I want to ask Ava. Ava's screening the call today. Hey, Ava. Hello. So, Ava, let me ask you a question. You're you're, you're yet. By the way, guys, and don't you start trolling her. She's young, she's single, she's beautiful, she's intelligent, wise. In other words, she's a catch that you can only hope to aspire for. Now, that said, Ava. Yes. If you end up with a very, very, very successful husband in your future, do you think that you're going to tell him how long he can do his job?
5: No. I
7: mean, he would work until he wanted to work.
2: Uh huh. And if he played football, the same thing goes.
7: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be like, no, you can't work anymore.
2: Uh huh. And if he and if he said he retired and he changed his mind, would you divorce him? No. Hmm. Would you appreciate him if he were bringing in like gazillions of dollars? and even though you know she's bringing in some coin herself, would I mean he's obviously a good provider? Would you be mad at him? For that either? no no mm. Mm. okay good <clears throat> all right let us turn to the telephone thank you ava uh no problem. A- <laughs> adam in the jersey shore how are you adam welcome to- <laughs> oh wabc how you doing
4: uh i'm okay i would be doing better if donald trump was our president but that's a whole nother story
5: um,
2: yeah
4: yeah so so uh, uh first time caller uh, i listened to you before you're terrific uh, and uh, Tom Brady is awesome as well. There's no doubt; he's the greatest quarterback of all time. But honestly, what's he trying to prove at this point? He's, he's got the stats. He's got the Super Bowl wins. There's there's no more work to be done. He's he's, he's done it. He's made it. He, he should uh, you know he should retire and, and donate donate his time to charitable causes. And maybe why should, uh,
2: why should he stop doing something that he obviously loves? And by the way, he has seven Super Bowl rings. Suppose he wants eight. Suppose he wants ten.
4: Oh, there's no need to be greedy about it. I mean, I mean, I mean, greedy? <laughs> Look, he's awesome. I I love Tom Brady, and and I'm a Giants fan, but I love Tom Brady. Uh, I just think, um, you know, there's there's a time to uh, you know, throw in the towel, and, and you know, you, you, you did your best, and and. And you're on top of the world, and you know, um, there's, there's, there's no more work to be. I mean, if he loves doing what he's doing, then, then fine. But you know, um, well, let's just say he gets uh, some sort of a serious injury where he's going to be paralyzed the rest of his life. Is, is it worth it at this point? I don't know. You know.
2: Interesting point, perspective, you know, Adam. Interesting. You're kind of saying quit while you're ahead. Don't don't stay on the don't stay on the table till you start losing. Quit while you're ahead. That's your philosophy here, right?
4: Yeah, and there's nothing else for him to do. I mean, he's, he's got. I don't know what his his career stats are. I know he's way up there. He's probably in the top three, and and most of them. The, the the touchdowns, the the uh, passing yards, career passing yards. He's made it. There's there's nothing. You know, he could do other. His his talents. Would be better suited doing like other stuff. Maybe we could, maybe we could like help coach one of the things if he wants. You know, I see. All right,
2: Adam. Look, we appreciate you, man. Thank you for calling. I couldn't disagree with you more on something. I think men, well, not just men. That sounds misogynistic, but I think that people should, uh, work if they enjoy their work. My feeling is, work as long as you want to work, doing what you enjoy. But let's see what other people have to say. Liz is in Manhattan. Welcome you on Boston Sterling's Rush Hour, Liz. How are you this afternoon? No,
5: sir. Hi, Bo. Listen, uh, she has no right to tell him what to do. He has worked his ass off for years, and he has every right to keep working. Men who are successful work. I mean, she should realize that. When you have a man who has that much power, and he why should he quit football? If he's still, he's still got uh mojo and he's still in shape. In fact, it's a good way for him to stay in shape.
2: Right. Well, <clears throat> when I, when I raised that, my nephew just, I mean, he bit my head off. He should spend more time with his children? Uh, okay. And he said, he's missed Christmas every year for the past 25 years. I said, boy, I bet you the children get some nice presents though even though he may not be there on Christmas Day. I, don't they celebrate Christmas another day when Daddy's home? I I don't know. But,
5: All right, well, thank you.
2: Thank you, Liz. I so appreciate you. Hmm. Ralph in New Rochelle, way in. How are you, Ralph?
1: Good afternoon, Mr. Golden. Always a pleasure to talk to you. I know when you mentioned your nephew made the statement about what kind of father Tom Brady is, you have to remember They have a mansion in Tampa, a penthouse in Manhattan, a ranch out in Montana, a house out in Costa Rica. He works half a year, and then he's off half the year, even if he's training. I mean, look at some of these civil servants that have to work the holidays, firemen, policemen that don't see their family. I mean, she is rich on her own, and he's rich on his own. So I don't think the problem is him playing football. There must be something else going on there.
2: Yeah, as my, uh, my nephew did say this, she's richer than he is. She's making more money than he is, so it can't be the money. Hmm, interesting. Appreciate that. Appreciate the perspective. Always good to hear from you. And let us go to a Long Island very quickly before we have to break. in. Michael, how are you, Michael? Appreciate you.
7: I'm great, Mr. Snorley, and I've been a big fan a long time, all the way back from the rush days. Um, here's how I weigh in on this. The guy has accomplished everything he can. He's now in his 40s. He's one good hit to the knees away from having a debilitating injury that could affect him for the rest of his life. He's done everything. They're worth almost $700 million. Stay at home with you. And he got a contract offer for $300 million. To be an analyst, where you're not going to break your knees unless you fall down stairs on your way out of a meeting. So I think that he's done it all. He's the greatest of all time. Many of his records won't be broken. He's got nothing left to prove except he's trying to maybe prove it to himself, which he already did it by going to Tampa and bringing them to a championship. But isn't it? Shot. Wait a
2: minute. Suppose he wants to prove that he can stay in there. Hmm.
7: Yeah, he could stay in there as long as he wants. All I'm saying is that. The risk is not worth it. If he, see the other night when he got hit and he hurt his shoulder, he takes a good shot to the knees. He could have a very bad injury that could affect his walking for the rest of his life.
2: Uh, 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 Kevin, who, by the way, in addition to engineering this program, also covers sports for WABC. When you said, did you see the other night what happened? Boy, Kevin was chomping at the bit. What was it, Kevin, you wanted to? Indeed, I I did see that, but he did finish the game with 385
3: yards in the air with three touchdowns on top of that hit. I mean, that right there shows how, I mean, at 45 years old, he's still at the top of his game.
7: He's at the top of his game. Why not get out at the top? Why not get out while you could still walk? If he takes a good hit to the knees, I don't care how good shape he's in, he still is 45. And he could get hurt badly and it'll affect the rest of his life and will affect his children and his wife. You got $700 million and a $300 million contract looming to be probably the greatest analyst of football ever because he was the greatest quarterback ever. Why not just get out when you still got everything working?
2: Michael, but thank you so much. It. Appreciate you, bro. Listen, James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, we got to go to uh, who is it time for Bob in our traffic? I'll tell you, wh- I'll tell you why he doesn't get out. Why? I'll tell you, you. You know as well as I do. President Nixon lost to Jack Kennedy in the
7: sixty election, right? Came yep. back to run for governor. He lost to Edmund Brown, right? Yep. He said, you'll never have, have to bother Nixon ever again. He said, you won't have Nixon right. around anymore. He walked into the sunset until 68 when he ran for election, right? They also, Nixon liked the game. Nixon liked the action. That's what historians said. He liked being involved. He liked the game. That's my answer. Tom Brady likes the game. He enjoys
2: it. What do you think? Very prescient and very well said. Now I don't know about well said, but that's the well said. It's look well what said.
6: Happened in, look what happened to Nixon. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh,
7: yeah, yeah. That's true, too. I mean, but uh, that's a whole other story. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and on that happy you note, know, we'll go to traffic. James Golden, a.k.a. Sterling, coming back right after this. <laughs>
0: Uno. He's your numero Uno.
1: The rush hour is on the air. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention bow Scouts. Rush on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
2: A C D C on WABC Talk Radio 77 back. To black. Turn it up. Brings us back here on WABC. We talk radio seventy-seven in New York. We have so many calls, and let's go to the Bronx. In New York, Jeremiah, welcome. How are you? How are you doing,
6: um, both, it's nerdy. What's up? Hey, what, what? This, I love football and I like I enjoy Tom Brady. I think he's an awesome quarterback with the, probably the best in history, but this is an important man. We have the problems with, with the Ukraine push saying we are next in the the the, the the Ukraine and the CIA, mm-hmm. what the United States is going to do. You got Korea shooting, shooting missiles off the shore of Japan. You have Roe versus Wade, which we have to overturn. You got same-sex marriage. You got all this racism, all this crime. That's, what we That's what's important. I mean, football is like the When people start worshiping sports like God, just like some people worship dogs. Had, like God, more than they people like, man wrong. There's wrong with the man. I got here's
2: the- what's wrong with the priorities you called about it, and that's how important it is that it actually even made you call when all those other things are going on. You see, there's more to this discussion than football this This discussion is about work ethic, this discussion is about family life, this discussion is about the way that we view our finances. This discussion is about humanity, right? That's what these things are about. We look on the outside and we see these people and we say, oh, man, their lives have no problem at all. They're filthy rich. And you know what this goes to show you? We see this lesson every day if you look for it, that wealth doesn't mean crap when it comes to the stuff that everybody has to deal with. You can, have, you can have people that are incredibly rich and you can think their lives have no problems at all. And guess what? They have problems. They have the same problems that the rest of us have because these are all the human conditions. Now, it is the same human conditions I would argue with you, uh, respectfully argue with you, Jeremiah, that are behind every single one of the things you talked about. The same human conditions. There is no reason at this point in human history, my friend, for men and women to be at such angst with each other, except we haven't learned after all of these centuries how to resolve our differences in any other way. We still fight with each other. We still look out in the street and we still see, you want to talk about worth ethic? How about these kids that just stomped this other kid, kicked him in his head, this face, just so they could take his sneakers. They are missing something key about working for for what you earn and enjoying your work and getting self work out of work instead they stoop to stealing there's something to be said about relationships about what is the power struggle between men and women that goes on and you know you hear a woman say I want him to be more present for his family I don't dismiss that not out of hand and that's a struggle for people that want to be successful I can tell you having sacrificed a lot in my career to work that there are times when I look back and I wonder if I made the right choice because I miss so many things to deal with family. And I have only become aware in the past few years how much more family is important to me than ever before because of the sacrifices. So these discussions, I understand what you're saying. There are other priorities in the world. There are always gonna be other priorities in the world. But these discussions have value too and that's why so many people weigh in on it, like you. But so, of course you thing? can. Yes, um,
6: I personally don't feel that uh, Tom Brady and his wife are going to have to worry about becoming homeless. That they don't have that no has nothing to do with it. And, and you're right. Homeless.
2: You're right. And No one said they're going to have to worry about being homeless. But guess what? This may surprise people too. There might be. I'm not saying there are because I want. I wouldn't take such a naive view of it. But I guarantee you that somewhere in this world, in this wide world of ours, there is somebody, it may be just one person, that is homeless, that has more peace of mind than most of us will ever experience. I guarantee you, because most of us have things, and we have the things that we creatures say we crave, and most of us are still plagued with the battles that we fight in our own mind and our own identities about what it is that is important for our own spiritual fulfillment and our own fulfillment as human beings. These are human conditions, and that's my point.
6: Yeah, I, I agree. That's a, I totally agree. I, let me, I, you got a good point. You mentioned a very interesting this, this, this animosity, this, this hatred, this competition between men and women. That's a very good point.
2: Well, see, so it was worthwhile for something. Jeremiah, thank you for the call. I appreciate that so much. We're going to take a few other calls. Let us go to – we're going to switch gears here because Jamie has been waiting from New Jersey on the lines. Jamie, on your mind this afternoon.
7: Hello, Mr. Golden. It's an honor to talk to you. I listen to you every day. Thank Um, you. You had raised the question about um, the OPEC, right, raising the prices, and, you know, they—Trump uh, the, Trump ended the, uh, the nuclear deal with Iran, and then they got the, the Abraham Accords bringing peace in the Middle East. And the first thing Biden did when he got in was restart the nuclear deal. So now the whole, the whole area is threatened. They understand our politics. They don't want the Democrats in power. So five weeks out of the election, they're raising prices. That's my opinion.
2: And, Jamie, that is an amazing set of facts that you raise in support of your argument, and which is why I said I don't see this necessarily as a move against the United States. I see this, or as a a move for them to align with Putin, I see this as OPEC disaligning with Joe Biden and making sure the world knows it. And that's exactly how I see it. You and I have a very similar point of view on this. Appreciate the call, Jamie, so much. Staten Island and John, welcome. You're on WABC, Talk Radio seventy seven.
7: Hey, Bob, I love listening to you. You're a great guy. Thank you. Um, I think that Tom Brady, since he has all those accolades, Super Bowls, rings, this, that, and the third, I think he proved to us that he's doing it because he genuinely loves playing football. Now with and I could also understand maybe Giselle feels she just wants to have a wholesome family life where they just focus on each other and the kids, and she wants them to be home. I get that as well. But I think if Tom Brady loves what he does, he should keep on going.
2: Boom. James Golden, ABC, WABC Talk Radio, Stanley 7. Remember, folks, after us today, Cats at Night, John Katzmatidis is here. And we are coming right back after this.
1: Rush. It's the rush hour with Bo Snerdly. On the Red Apple Podcast Network.
2: Of course he's gonna make it racial. Hey, of course, you gotta make this racial. Yeah, hey. Today. Today Today is, believe it or not, and it's true, today is National Get Funky Day. So, of course, I asked the hey, you know, it's National Get Funky Day. Let's rock with some Parliament or Funkadelic. They said, no, 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 we got you covered. We got you coming. Yeah, they want dancing and singing and moving
5: to the groove and
2: just when they hit me, somebody turned around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. Talk about a brick house. You know, there was a show on television a few years ago on, on satellite called Nurse Jackie. It was a good show, but I wish that they could have a show uh, for my nurse, Nurse Judy. Nurse Judy uh, sent me a text during the break. And it's a simple and, and this I, it's profound. It is truly profound. And it just says one sentence. Presence is more important than presence. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's head back to the telephones. Pamela, New Jersey, as we celebrate Get Funky Week. How are you, Pamela?
1: Woo! Oh, uh. I I think Giselle is worried that Tom's brains is going to turn to mashed potatoes with one good hit. And
2: that is- <laughs> you know, you know. I've heard so many people here that say, okay, uh, uh, today, this afternoon, we've had a number of people that say, hey, stop while you're ahead, and people don't want to see him get hurt. They don't want to see a bad ending to this, and they have fears about that. And I think that that in its own way is very touching. That people at least respect and revere him so much that they want to see him go out with a happy ending. They don't want anything bad to happen. I think that's commendable.
0: Right, and I think it's commendable on her part. You know, they've got it made. Stop while you're ahead.
2: Interesting. Pamela, well said. And brevity, of course, the soul of wit. And you have the soul, sweetheart. Thank you so much. Felix in Manhattan, shifting gears. How are you, Felix?
5: Yes, sir. How you doing, Mr. Bo?
2: I'm doing great. How are you?
5: Uh, not too good. Could be better. Anyway, I want to let you know about Mayor Eric Adam. Yeah, yeah. Because I used to, I used to do peace officer for the city of New York for 14 years. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I gotta start around the job 410 of 86.
2: Yeah. In the
5: same school, in the same school that I had to retire, my coworker Adam. Got body slammed against the war. He went into a coma and he died in Woolhole Hospital. Whoa. Listen, it's been over 22 years and I'm still seeking justice in regard of my workers' compensation claim because I, Merit, uh, I mean, Mayor Eric Adams, administration, uh, Brad Landis' office owes me.
2: Well, listen, Felix, let let me just just say I sympathize with you and empathize with you. However, this is not the proper form for me to discuss this because there's nothing that I can do to help vet what you're saying and vet your case. And I'm not suggesting that you're not telling us the truth, but there's nothing we can do about this particular thing on a radio show like this. What needs to happen, my friend? Is you need to find the most competent attorney possible and see whether they can, and you need to make a presenting and compelling argument with them to see whether they can help you find the justice that you so dearly need. Felix, I wish you luck in that quest. Call us back. Love hearing from you. Appreciate it. Jimmy in Brooklyn. You're on WABC. James Golden, AKA Snurdly. Thank you for taking my call, Ball.
7: I just want to say, I don't get all these people saying he should quit while he's ahead. What if he gets hurt? That's totally his choice. And obviously, it's not for the money. He loves playing football. And he has the drive, the fortitude. These people saying he should quit while he's ahead, they don't have that drive or fortitude. Otherwise, they might be like Tom Brady. And I'm not even a Tom Brady fan. But I support him. That's a personal issue, his decision, 100%. What if well, he I don't got think you. When he was a young man, mm-hmm. his whole life ahead of him, and been unable to walk. That's worse than if he's an older man. He at least he had a great life. So should they, he have not played ba- uh, football at all?
2: Interesting, Jimmy. Thank you for the perspective. Appreciate that. Let's go to Brooklyn, New York, and Mike. Mike, welcome. You're on Bo Sternley's Rush Hour. How are you, Mike?
1: How you doing, Bo? Good.
7: Listen,
1: about Tom. About Tom
7: Brady. I'm 72 years old. I survived Vietnam. I survived the IRS making a field office in my lower intestine. I still work 60 hours a week in plumbing
1: and heating. Why? Because I love every minute of it. Let the guy play his game. That's I I love I you.
2: Say. I love you, Mike. Thank you so Mike. I don't even want to know about how the IRS made an office in your field, uh, field office in your lower intestine, but I'm glad you survived it. But I do want to say is this. When you say you love what you do, that makes me happy. I don't think that there's any more that, that makes people happy when people love what they do. That is a I remarkable a gift.
7: I have a lot to offer. I forgot more than these kids have time enough to learn. And I'm teaching them day by day.
2: I love it, Mike. Thank you for the call. I so appreciate it. Pete, in Scataway, New Jersey, is that Piscataway or Scataway?
1: It's Piscataway. Bo, um, mm-hmm. it, oh, from 1X Squid, I would like to wish you, um, what, what do we say? Oh, thank you for your service.
2: Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. I,
1: yeah, you said in passing, flying in the Navy. But what I want a couple things real quick. Um, uh, um, Let me be Brady, clear.
2: I was never in the Navy. I was talking about Ron DeSantis. The look he had on his face when, when, when Biden was speaking, he looked like he was just looking up in the heavens. And I bet he was saying, oh, man, I had such a good time when I was in the Navy flying up there. Because he was looking like he wanted to be anywhere, but next to hearing what Joe Biden had to say. Anyway, quickly, what did you want to say about Brady.
1: If Brady works half a year and he's he's off half a year, the half a year that he's working, if his kids are playing football, he can't go to the games. If his daughter's a cheerleader, he can't go to the games. If they're in a band, he can't go to the concerts. So that's one thing. The other thing is um, these guys play for uh, keeps. They play – they hit really hard. And I remember watching um, last weekend that quarterback for uh, Miami got hurt and seeing him walk back and he fell. And then they thought it was acting, thing. And and then they put him up. But what really scared me, and I'll never forget the image, his hands, the way they curled up when he got that concussion. They showed his hands, you know, and and, and it looked really bad,
5: man. I'll never forget that one.
2: This is one of the reasons why, Pete, I'm sorry to cut you off, but this is one of the reasons why what Tom Brady is doing is so miraculous. At 45, most guys don't have physically what it takes to play anymore and he has led such a disciplined life in terms of his regimen that he is still out there playing and it's quite remarkable so you know you got to take your hats off to the guy look there's so much more we didn't get to today we there's always tomorrow this whole kanye west thing kanye west has has basically had a hand grenade and he's yanked the pin out and threw it politically speaking in a crowd of liberals and they are reacting And it is hysterical to see the anguish. So we'll get to that and other things tomorrow. Cats at night up next. May God bless and protect each and every one of you, my friends, and your families. Tomorrow's another day. Please be here with us. We'll see you then. Bye.